the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Monday, December the 20th. You are tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, having individuals, families, businesses with all their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Gavalik. Marsha, how are you doing this morning? All right. Did you see I was driving a different car today? Do you know why? Why? And I did. I did notice that, but why is that? The college kid who came home. Like, oh, she steal the car? It, she took it and spent the night with her roommate from college. Go figure, right? Like, y'all don't spend enough time with each other already? Right. I'm glad, I think it was I'm just deployed. Can, I think it was just deployed to get the get car. Get the car, yeah. I, I'm glad they get along, though. So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing nothing worse than having a uh, college roommate. Luckily, I didn't have to deal with this, but having a college roommate that uh, you don't like because... Uh, yeah, you don't need that, especially yeah. with going to school. But I think she might have just wanted that car since you uh, haven't let her have it right. all year long. Right. But anyways, yeah. you have a good weekend? It was busy. How about you? Oh, Same. yeah. I, I heard part of your weekend, so... We'll oh, yeah, yeah. we had yeah. Shepherd basketball uh, on Saturday up at IUP. Then I was down in Baltimore, unfortunately, for the Ravens game yesterday. Good thing oh. I didn't go in, but then that would have broke my heart more than was, which is probably why I sound so crappy because I was screaming and yelling all day. So I'm losing my voice. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Like, what's the appropriate sympathy gift for a, a Raven's loss? Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate for on the air. I don't know if it's appropriate. <laughs> but anyways, joining us in studio is our first guest, Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair, Clint Hogman. Clint, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Jordan. How are you? Good, good. He was Hanging out jogging there. last night in the moonlight. That's just crazy. Uh, dancing it in was, the moonlight. You're jogging in the moonlight. Jogging I don't know moonlight. if there's a song for that. but <laughs> I only, only jogged a half mile. Really didn't go very far. Only. But it was a nice night for us. I was walking the it dog. It was. The weather's been beautiful for jogging mm-hmm. in the evenings. Yeah, absolutely. So what's, what, what's your like perfect temperature for getting outside and running? Like temperature oh, range? Um, b- 50 or below is, really? is where, where I ideally like it. I don't <sighs> like to run when the weather's warm. Yeah, I don't like it when it's too hot, but like 70 is probably the peak, and I'd say probably 50 might be even a little low for me. I'd say probably 70 <laughs> to 60. But you warm up, though, because you're moving. <laughs> right, so. that's true. Right. First couple minutes, maybe you're cool, but after that. That's true. Yeah. Well, you got to make sure you got your uh, fitness up because you're out here doing all this stuff with Solid Waste Authority, so what all's going on? Well, um, as bit, we're busy as usual for the holiday seasons. Um, um, we've been having a lot of uh, participation in our recycling program, uh, seeing a lot of paper and cardboard. Seeing Oh, I'm uh, sure with the holidays. With yeah. the holidays, mm-hmm. with all that, you know, internet shipping activities going on. Uh, but one of the things that I'm proud to, to, uh, to announce that uh, the West Virginia DEP um, – Every year they have their Make It Shine contest, which is a competition amongst solid waste authorities on which county has the most comprehensive environmental programs. And uh, Berkeley County came in second place. Nice. Yes. We're very happy with that. Yeah, congratulations. Um, um, Randolph County won first and Greenbrier County won third place. Cool. Uh, and uh, that's the eighth consecutive year 
that Berkeley County has won either first or second place. How about that? That's so, awesome. What do you have to do yeah. to get into that top three? Because you're kind <laughs> well, of you're a bit competitive. Well, well, how so much, I know you've got all this laid well, out. And we know how much you already are doing. So what did uh, these other the other it, county have to do? It has very little to do with Clint Hogman, but it has everything to do with uh, fantastic staff and supporters and contractors and and other uh, Berkeley County agencies that help us. I mean, you look around, I've got staff that, uh, you know, through a, uh, through this whole pandemic have hardly missed, you know, you know time from work. I've got uh, young folks that's coming in and working on the weekends and people working part-time and just getting it done. And, uh, of course, we have a lot of support from the Berkeley County, uh, you know, the, the county council and, uh, and other agencies, and we're just blessed. Uh, we've we've got a, a fantastic, uh, comprehensive plan, and I'm 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 proud to be part of it. That sounds humble. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool, though. That's awesome. I mean, we've been it's been cool to be able to kind of hear the transition from you know kind of the last doldrums, year. yeah, the doldrums oh, of the pandemic so when everything sad was shut last down. Year. And I it was I mean I felt so. Sorry, talking to you and then, then talking about the Solid Waste Authority. But then, you know, coming out of that, coming into the summer and then things starting to pick back up and then getting out in the, I think the summertime really helped a lot of that, getting well, back out fi- into it. Uh, helping fix our budget yeah. fixed a lot of that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we saw some grants come in from REAP. We saw some other uh, commodity market sort of self-heal itself and be more normal, what we traditionally would see. And so, um, you know, someone just asked me, I guess it was outside of the Martinsburg Post Office, um, that I ran into a, a friend who said, who said that, you know, things are feeling a little better. And I, you know, I said, yeah, it's been, it's been a real tough, uh, last 18 months, mm. but things do look better, feel better. Uh, uh, one thing that helped was the legislature reapportioned how solid waste authorities were funded. Um, and, uh, that started July 1st. And so we're seeing more revenue because it was based on population rather than a flat uh, dollar amount to every county. Right. And of course, the Union Rescue Mission, a very valuable partner. We yep. have them on every month. And um, it's great how, um, the, you know, this, the nexus between your, your organization right. and theirs and all the good work that it's doing. Yeah, specifically with plastic bags. Um, uh, if you bring a plastic bag to the Berkeley County Recycling Program that is ultimately bailed mm-hmm. by... Uh, the Martinsburg Rescue Mission, then it goes to Trex, where it's used to make lumber. Trex sends us a check, and we hand it over to the Rescue Mission. So wow. recycle a plastic bag, and you can help a homeless program. That's awesome. Again, speaking with Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clint Hogman. Now, you said that you're still getting out and about doing your stream cleanings and doing all the stuff that we've been hearing you do all year long, even though now it's crazy cold. And I don't know how you're getting out there and doing that, but what else are you getting into out and about? Well, uh, you mentioned the stream cleanup program. We were out this weekend. Uh, we've done, um, looking at my notes, 39 miles this week. Wow. This, this, uh, uh, this past year. Yeah. And you're not in the stream right now. We're not in the stream right now. But not of, course, of course we were. When, oh, my gosh. <laughs> of course we were when, when the weather was appropriate. But right. now we're just walking the edge. We're, we're doing uh, public access areas and whatever. And uh, and uh, I'll give a little shout-out to a young lady by the name of Cassidy Bear. She's a Spring Mills High School ninth grade student. Uh, she's 15 years old, if my memory's correct. And she's been the anchor of our program for Stream Cleanup this year. She's not missed a day. She's gone out and um, and uh, works just as hard as the men around her, pulls tires out of, you know, tires full of mud and water. Are, they're heavy. Oh, yeah. And she pulls them out, puts them in that canoe just as fast as anyone. And 
Um, and she's, she's definitely been our anchor this year and, uh, I'm really appreciative and hope she comes back next year. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I hope she does too. Cause it's cool to hear what all you guys are doing out there, especially with this. Now you said you've been noticing a lot more uh, trash along the streams. Is that mainly because of the holiday season or are you just noticing that kind of everywhere? No, I don't, I don't know that it's, it's been an increase this year. We did pull 145 tires out of back Creek and the Apecan Creek this year combined. Uh, and that's a little bit of an uptick. But um, when, when you actually look at those tires and you, you don't see a newer tire, you see an older tire. So I think we're, there was a, you know, a lot less rainfall this year. The, the creeks were lower. We were able to see better and get, and get things that we'd missed before. So these are litter bugs from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Now we're coming up to uh, Christmas. Christmas Day is five days away from uh, now. So that means Christmas trees, their lifespan is starting to come towards the end. So what are some ways that people can dispose their Christmas tree, you know, in a, a proper way? Yeah, great question. Uh, before I answer that, let me say that uh, uh, the recycling centers will be closed Christmas Eve and Christmas Day this year. That's a little different than in the past. In the past, we've been open on Christmas Eve, but we're going to go ahead and close on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But now to those Christmas trees, yes, starting Monday, I think it's the 27th, mm-hmm. uh, Monday after Christmas, we will start taking Christmas trees for free from the public. Uh, all we ask you to do is try to return them as best you practically can back to its natural state. Remove the ornaments, remove the lights, the wiring to the extent you can, even the icicles if you can. <laughs> So you imagine somebody just taking the whole tree, just picking it right up, everything mm-hmm. on Ornaments it, just chucking it in the car. We've then, seen it you know what? Then you get one of those shame posts because yeah. occasionally <laughs> they'll put they'll put shame posts up if someone puts like painted wood. Uh, I've seen yeah. those, Clint. Yeah. I, yeah, we've done that. Yeah, like, you gotta let people know. To, to the to the homeowner with the uh, 2012 Hallmark uh, ornaments, <laughs> maybe you should have removed more of those before putting. Yeah, see, we will do that. There you, to, there you go. Let them know. Another option for Christmas tree recycling uh, is Apple Valley. If if you don't want to truck the tree and and you're willing to pay twenty five dollars, they will pick them up at the curb. They bring them to the Berkeley County Recycling Program, and they will donate half of that twenty five dollars to the Boys and Girls Club of the Eastern Panhandle. So there's a great way to, to get something picked up and help a good cause. Easy peasy. That's right. Again, speaking with Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clinton Hogman, we've got about a minute and a half till we got to go to break. So uh, anything else you want people to know about, maybe how to get in touch with you, things like that? Well, tomorrow is in Sorgas Free Day. So let me take right. a moment to, mm-hmm. to shout out to them. Uh, from the hours of 1 to 4 at the Grapevine Road Recycling Center, uh, bring your trash. This doesn't have to be recycling. Bring your trash, your mixed garbage, uh, most of it in Sorga can make fuel out of, and they will accept it during those hours of, of uh, 1 to 4. We're hoping to, to hit our 900th participant wow. this month nice. in, in that program. So if we get a typical turnout, if, if the weather doesn't cause people to, to mm-hmm. not participate as much, uh, if we get a typical turnout, we 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 should hit our nine nine hundredth car. And they can take those hard plastics that are not recyclable, right? Like those five gallon buckets and yep. play equipment, yep. Yep. The, like yep. little little people play yep. equipment. But those plastics are also recyclable at the dock, or accepted at the dock at Grapevine Road. Okay. Every Monday through Saturday, mm-hmm. so you can you don't have to wait to free day for that. And do they just go to Insorga? They then? do. They okay. do. They do. Insorga puts a, a container there just for plastics, not not for mixed trash, but just for plastics. And they come down, empty it two or three times a week, and take it up and use it for now, fuel. Now, for the free day, could I just, like, I have one garbage can in my house, right? Could mm-hmm. I just, uh, tomorrow, if I got to take the trash out, just take it to Insorga? If you want to, bring it. We'd be Perfect. happy 
Happy to have you. Even if it's just one little bag of trash? I, we, we very often see that. Right? Yeah, sure. Well, perfect. Sure. Well, I think I'm going to end up doing that yeah. then. Again, speaking with Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority, Clint Chair, real quick, can you let everybody know where to get in touch with the Solid Waste Authority? Maybe they want to help out. Yeah, our office is 304-267-9370, or you can email us at office at berkeleycountyrecycling.com. Perfect. Again, we've been speaking with Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clint Hogman. Thanks for coming in and chatting with us a little bit this morning. Uh, thank you for, for inviting me. Thank you, and Merry Christmas yes, to everyone. Yes, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you, too. And stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving up Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it before the break, we had Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clint Hogman in to talk about, well, the Solid Waste Authority and all the different uh, recycling, especially for your Christmas tree. If you're getting ready to get rid of that here uh, in the next couple of days, you, there's an appropriate way to do that. Oh, and all, all kinds of other things, like them winning uh, the Clean County. Well, coming in second place in the clean county award competition should have asked him what he was gonna what they were gonna it's not his money but like right. what he was gonna spend the money on. well i want to know what all randolph county was doing to beat out oh. goodness it's all the ways because they hadn't been doing crazy amounts of stuff because we know sure. how much the, our solid oh, yeah. authority is doing but if you missed that conversation you can listen back to it <laughs> excuse me a little bit is, later is on a today. raven's cough i don't know what's going on with me my body's breaking down my body's breaking down but anyways <laughs> So, uh, so uh, just a quick news uh, item. If you go over to PanhandleNewsNetwork.com, Hagerstown police are looking for the public's help. If anyone was victimized by an individual in the area of uh, Garland Grove Boulevard, you know, where all those shops are. Where the Walmart is and everything. Yeah, there, there was a violent sexual offender. He has been arrested. He is uh, in jail without bond. But they're trying to uh, develop a full case against him. And if anyone has been assaulted by him and has not told police, they're inviting you to do that. There's a picture at the Hagerstown Police Department Facebook page. Also in the news, our senator. Oof, he's West making Virginia's some own, uh, ripples, isn't he? Joe Manchin, yeah. So um, someone actually asked if, if he was the president, which Joe was president, <laughs> right? Yeah, Charlemagne the God, he's a uh, radio comedian. DJ, <laughs> comedian, radio DJ out of um, New York. I think he started down south. He's actually a pretty good, cool radio for a radio person. His backstory is crazy, the different things, which if you are a radio person, you could definitely sympathize with. But regardless, he had a uh, show on Comedy Central where he, uh, it's called The God's Honest Truth, and he talks with people, you know, and talks about the God's Honest Truth of things. And he had uh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris on, it was yesterday, right? Or a couple days ago. It was it was in the, in the last, within the last few week. days. Yeah. yeah, within the last week, uh, talking about... Well, all kinds of things, but the main thing was Senator Joe Manchin and the Build Back Better legislation, and well, of course, Joe Manchin came out uh, yesterday, two days ago, saying that he will not support right. the Build Back Better uh, legislation, and Charlemagne was wondering, hey, why is this Democrat holding the Democrat legislation up? Who is in charge here? Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? Which I think is a good question. Mm -hmm. And uh, Oh, yeah. D very good question. Absolutely. And, well, I mean... Kamala Harris, Senator, Senator Kamala Harris, it is uh, Vice, Vice President, President mm -hmm. Kamala Harris, uh, kind of didn't necessarily answer the question and answered the question, kind of went around the bush a little bit. And someone got in their ear and you could hear it on the on the recording, like, uh, we're going to have to rap, we're going to have to rap, we're going to have mm -hmm. to, you know, we're going to have to shut That's this down. That's how you know you ask a good question. Yeah. And then, and then Kamala Harris kind of re regained her composure and said, no, mm -hmm. wagging the finger, Joe Biden is president. Right. 
and who else is doing this? Who else is doing this? Who else is doing this? Right. So, but he's like, um, why is this guy holding it all up? And he said he's been doing it forever. <clears> which, so I don't know. Say what you will. What do they say about uh, West Virginia Democrats? And there's some old saying about that. Or I, I, don't, I don't know. You're going to have to yeah, dig that remember. up. Anyway, so it keeps us in the news cycle, does it Absolutely. not? Yeah, maybe we'll have to try. Is Hop, does Hoppy have him on today? I thought I heard Hoppy has him on. I, you know, I have to look at my email and see. Um, I'll, I'll well, I'm sure Hoppy will be talking about it After for the break, sure. I will I'll let you know. But... um. Uh, programming note tomorrow around this time around 9 30 samuel rock founder of battle buddy response team is going to call in they are on their way back from kentucky he said we're, uh, you know we're just too wiped out we can't really call today let us reset and we'll call in tomorrow and he'll let us know what all they're experiencing so cool down there i so it impressive just gives you chills at watching the caravan and and the progress through there and he'll tell us some of the things that they experienced I mean, the fact that they just picked up on a as soon as they found mm-hmm. out said nope we got to help picked up put all this stuff together it's incredible it's amazing the stuff that they are doing it's amazing the, the stuff that goes on in you know berkeley county and the people around here you know and look we we get to bring those stories to folks absolutely so stick around uh, after the break we are going to have jim klein from shepherd university on uh, to talk about the main street martinsburg and shepherd university apple drop for uh, the end of 2021 and to ring in 2022 so stick around that's coming up here in a bit on panhandle live on wpm and wcst the panhandle news network from Pawpaw to Harper's Ferry, from Martinsburg to Winchester, it's Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit a new historic location at downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And joining us on the phone is Jim Klein from Shepherd University on the Main Street, Martinsburg, and Shepherd University Apple Drop. Jim, how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for being on. So um, are you a, a de facto organizer of this now that you, you guys are partnering with Main Street? <laughs> You know, I am just one of those loyal volunteers. I, I started with this group in 2017 for specifically for this event. I think that Tony Martirano and then Randy Lewis, who's a fabulous person, they they were the brainchild behind this. And then, of course, Robbie Blair's come on. He's doing an absolute fantastic job. He is uh, newer to Main Street Martinsburg and. You know, with him being new, I just said, look, I'll step up and help a little bit more this year, and I'm having a great time doing it. So let's hear about this Apple Drop. I'm a newbie to the uh, panhandle, and I was unaware of there being an Apple Drop until fairly recently. So uh, for if you would have to explain it to somebody that didn't know what's going on, what is the Apple Drop? You know, that's, that's great. And you, you said something, you know, that I thought it was extremely important right before break, which was there are so many wonderful things to do so many fantastic organizations here in the panhandle. And um, in 2017, a group came forward and the decision was, let's try to do something for younger parents or for parents of younger children who may not be able to stay up till midnight or may have other plans or different things like that. So we'll give children the opportunity to celebrate midnight, only instead of doing it at midnight, we will drop a giant lighted apple, similar to the ball in Times Square. I mean, this thing is <laughs> phenomenal. Mm. We'll drop the apple at 6 p.m. So parents of small children, they can take their kids home, go to bed at the normal time, or if the parents are going out to celebrate New Year's on their own, the children still have the opportunity to participate in a family event. 
and Ors Farm Market has been fantastic. I, they stepped up providing, excuse me, apples, donuts, hot apple cider. There, mm. there will be family activities. There will be music uh, from our own WV Radio is going to be present at the event from 4 to 6 p.m. There will be food trucks. Obviously, you know, what we're dealing with as, as you know, a, a nation, there will be respectful social distancing, but it's still the opportunity to get outside, enjoy the downtown area. A number of businesses, I'm certain, will be open since it's so early in the day. So food trucks will start setting up between 3.30 and 4 o'clock. We're going to ask that all our vendors be prepared by 4. Uh, the music should start around 4. We'll do a countdown. The Apple will drop at 6 p.m. And new this year, Main Street Martinsburg and Shepherd University will have an Apple drop coloring contest that's presented by First United Bank and Trust. Denise, Denise Phelps is a fantastic, very dynamic person in the community. She's agreed that uh, First United Bank and Trust are going to uh, host that event. Um, so children with, that come the day of the event, uh, five and under, children six to 10, and then there will be a youth and teen um, division, 11 to 15, uh, can complete an entry form by coloring the form. Parents sign the back, and uh, they'll have a chance to win prizes. So it's, a, it's an, uh, you know, just a, a wholesome family event is what we hope to have downtown. So, Jim, tell me about the apple. Is it manufactured locally? Is it a Golden Delicious? or what is? <laughs> That's a good question. Okay, so it's a Red Delicious, I'm guessing. Oh, Red Delicious. Yeah. This puppy was handmade locally. And it needed to be built in such a way so that it could withstand Chief Hummingbird from the Martinsburg City Fire Department is going to bring their giant hook and ladder. So this apple is going to be connected to the cherry picker, raised, I don't know how far that thing goes, 150 feet in the air. But if you've never seen this apple, it's like welded aluminum with uh, red uh, lights, green trim, so you're not going to be up at the top of the ladder hoisting it down? I, You know what? I, I'm not even sure I can see that high. That thing goes <laughs> way up there, and it is a spectacle. It is amazing. And they'll, they'll drop that apple at 6 o'clock. It'll be you a know, slow process, bringing that down safely. But mm. it's a sight to see. And that's, you know, Tony Martorano, he handled that. I'm not even certain how much that thing cost. There were so many people that stepped up and helped to contribute but it is beautiful, and I'm guessing that the circumference is probably about 30 feet. Whoa. It's probably, mm, I'm guessing, five feet tall. Oof. This is not a, a, a <laughs> small thing. I mean, this is, it, it's, it's really cool, and it's a fabulous uh, free family event. There's my alliteration. <laughs> event for downtown Martinsburg. And Robbie and the Main Street Martinsburg Board, Everyone, they've done such a fantastic job at organizing things to open up the city, bringing in new businesses. The city of Martinsburg's been you know, a wonderful host and allowing these events to take place. This is one of those events where you really don't have to pay anything if you don't want to mm-hmm. or having tough times. You can come and enjoy lots of free stuff and lots of activity and, if nothing more, an opportunity to, to fellowship on New Year's Eve put all this nonsense of, of COVID and everything else behind us and get a fresh new start looking at 2022. 
We know it's also a rollout of the Berkeley County uh, 250th right. anniversary celebration. Um, so lots to see and do in downtown Martinsburg happening Friday, December 31st. Uh, beginning around 4.30, things get started getting set up and music-wise at 4, uh, and then the countdown at 6, uh, and that huge apple dropping to mark the end of this year and the beginning of the new one. Absolutely, and there's so many things to do. I was downtown yesterday at Children's Home Society volunteering for the gift wrapping, which if you have last-minute gifts that need wrapped, head down to Children's Home Society. Well, you'll find me there, that's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a great deal, too. They do a fantastic job. And we're, we were talking about, oh, should we go to Peking when we get done, or should we go to, um, oh, the place down on the other end. It just left my mind. Um, but anyway, point is, there, there like so many things to do, enjoy, good food and drinks. Habaneras, all the other wonderful places. Meantime, Time Martinsburg, yeah. Bricks, yeah, all of them down there. Yeah, wonderful. Absolutely. Again, speaking with Jim Klein, Shepherd University, talking about the Main Street Martinsburg and Shepherd University Apple Drop uh, coming up here, well, on the 31st uh, on New Year's Eve. Again, thanks for stopping in and chatting with us a little bit. Sounds like it's going to be a great event downtown. Absolutely. Sure will be. Thank you. Thank you both. Absolutely. Take care. It's always cool. I like. I know Hagerstown does the donut drop thing too. I know really? a lot of different like towns with around. Yeah, with crumpies, they'll uh, hoist a donut down from the clock tower in town, just exactly like the apple drop. And it's cool because it is such a nice. You don't you don't realize it till you're at one of those things that it is tough for if you have kids to mm-hmm. you know celebrate the new year because you're gonna probably want to be asleep before midnight. The kids are gonna have to be asleep before right? midnight. So why not do it at six? I've I've read you know when, when you're parenting you read those parenting magazines and one of the tips I I think ill advised they're like you know pretend it's midnight yeah. and at seven o'clock do the countdown with your child mm-hmm. and then they you know then they tumble out of bed and hear you like at real midnight <laughs> screaming like they, yelling you know what they learn the there mom lies that's what they learn <laughs> now what's your go to New Year you doing anything cool for New Year's or are you gonna be go up for- by midnight. <laughs> Because I don't know if I will. Assuming your co-host is is <laughs> decrepit. and old. I'm just saying that I probably won't be up. So we usually go over to my best friend Debbie's and um, we uh, beat other unsuspecting folks in Domino's oh. and Remy Cub. And, well, yeah. I, you know, after seeing you with this Slay the Holidays thing, I can only <laughs> imagine in like a face-to-face competition how great. Are you, are you flipping? Are you the person to flip the Domino's table no. over if you lose? I, I've been mischaracterized. I did not steal anyone's the gifts. slander? But, you know. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, I'm just talking about Slay the Holidays. Oh, Slay the Holidays. I'm not talking holidays. about the okay. Christmas you, party. I'm sorry. I was, we can talk about little, the Christmas party because there were some <laughs> interesting things that came out so from So let that. me say, I, I was wrong. I really thought that my gift was going to be one that people might fight over. But I noticed, you know, D got it. Mm-hmm. It was like car care stuff with a scraper know, and stuff. I'm jealous. And uh, someone did. Kind of, oh, it was, was more than just a scraper and stuff. You had air fresheners in there. You had gloves. You had. I mean, it was incredible. So ice uh, scrapers. So someone, I won't name him. It wasn't you. But it was sniffing around, saying, "What size are those gloves and stuff?" I noticed D surreptitiously just took it and put it on the He's floor. He's like, "Hey, beside. what's that over there?" Yeah, <laughs> and then put it on the floor. Right. So yeah. no one tried to steal it, but people went after the boozy gifts. Oh God, the uh, the radio uh, jock. What is it? Stereotype came into full effect when it comes to that. Yeah, I go over to get my first gift and uh, I pick it up and I open it up and there's a four pack of some sort of shots. I don't uh-huh. know what they were. Uh, they did not look tasty, that's for sure. <laughs> and then a gift card to uh, some place around town. And I had that oh, smoker for, friendly. Yeah, smoker friendly. And I had that for about two turns. 
I think, uh-huh. before. No, the very next turn, it was taken from me because it was uh, Riley that's over on uh, WXDC. He is, His number was called, and he just quietly took it away from in front uh-huh. of me. So then I went up, and uh, the next one I got um, ended up being, well, I can't say what it was, actually. But anyways, I ended up getting a good one, and then I kind of had to hide that thing, too. Uh-huh. Yours did, that second one didn't get stolen, right? Mm-mm. And then there was another semi-boozy gift, and I realized it was funny because Rona, Rona bought it. Yeah. And she, I, I thought this was so skilled of her. She just put it in like the cardboard box with duct tape and like a couple of little bows mm. on it. So it looked like just a thrown together, but it was a really good gift inside. Oh, yeah. You know, don't oh, yeah. judge a book by its cover. And it had like a little blanket and some sort of highly sought oh, after. Oh, so Rona got the, she, she that bought was her that. entry? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so oh, that's cool. it's some sort of like $3 Aldi wine that is apparently very you no know idea. sought after mm-hmm. so al our weekend guy gets it and and it's funny to watch the body language because people are like hugging these gifts oh, yeah. with the booze in them <laughs> and so and charlotte's sitting right beside him oh i really wish i could get that gift i really and then her number comes up oh, and, and then we're like hey you can get that gift and she got that and gift. she took that without batting an eyelash unapologetic nope completely. she was just ripped it right out of his hand and then rona goes across the table charlotte I was thinking about you when I got that gift. Well, and then it, then our boss's number gets drawn, and I think he was just messing with Charlotte, but he looks at her, he goes, all right, I'm going to let you keep one thing. Oh, wow. I'm going to let you keep one thing out of your mm, gift, and I'm going to mm, take mm. the rest. He ended up not doing it. I think he was right. just messing with her because everybody saw how much she wanted him. But, uh, but yeah, that was very cool. And shout out to Captain Benders for catering. Uh, that was, so was good. the third time last week in a row in consecutive days that I had Captain Benders' You must Benders be wings. living right because three days. They had the raging Cajun pasta. It was delicious. I, I Everything looked so wonderful. Oh. I could eat a few of the things, but I can't eat all of them. Mm. So, but Sorry to hear that. Yeah, but everything smelled delicious and it was wonderfully catered and and um no fist fights broke out. No fist so. fights. No fist fights and with the amount of booze that were in the building, none of them were consumed on premises, right. I should say. Right. Uh which is very very responsible. And you got a really cool elephant, the one that you bought for the party yeah. and Rona got that. That I definitely didn't get uh, an hour yeah. before the Christmas party. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but none I didn't of that know what to do. Now. I didn't know what to get anybody, so I just went out and I thought what would I want? Mm-hmm. Right, so I got like a Bluetooth speaker, and then uh, as I was walking up to the cash register, uh, of course there was the kind of randomness that's around the cash registers mm-hmm. of places. The impulse and there buys. was yeah, and there was these um, uh, fast food like condiment holders, a little tray, can, like yeah, a little, little tray that you condiment can tray. put into your uh, air vent in your car, and it can stick, it sticks right there, so you can have put your sauce Chick-fil-A right next to your sauce thing. right there. Yep, and then Rona, as soon as I saw her carry that bag, I was like, yes. I got mine. Well, she got mine. She, was, she, she posted a picture of the little condiment tray. <laughs> yeah. She already put it in her in her vent. So that was well received. Cool. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, what would I want? And that's exactly what I would want. You can't have enough Bluetooth speakers, and you definitely it can have a lot more convenience in the car with food. I, I This was our first year doing this, and it was a lot of oh, fun. Oh, was it really? Yeah. So it was my first Christmas here. Well, it, hold on. We may have done it a few years ago, but I was like, yeah, may have, but this mm-hmm. was definitely fun. Well, I'm definitely not uh, re-gifting my white elephant gift to give to a family member. You definitely, I'm definitely not doing that, Marsha. I got, um, I got some of Dee's candles that his wife makes. Ooh. So I know he went over budget, but he said, you know, it was the WVRC media discount. Well, no, but if mine his wife's were... making them, do you think she made him buy them? <laughs> or do you think, because he's just a good guy or he just bought them anyways. I don't know. Because then it's just question. like... 
just giving community money. Yeah, they especially if they have like a shared bank account or something. But I uh, people wanted to smell it, you know, the candles. So I was passing around. I I didn't realize at the time I really was kind of setting myself up. Oh yeah, for somebody to take it, but no one did. So I've got my candles. Mm, But yeah, it was very interesting at the WVRC Media Christmas party as we were all chowing down on Captain Bender's wings and pasta and different things, and people were getting territorial over their Mm -hmm. white elephant gifts. But (laughs) that is well the essence of a work Christmas party, isn't it? Yeah, it was so much fun. It was a good time. It was a good time, especially with having WLTF's nonstop Christmas music on over the speakers. Mm -hmm. So getting in the holiday spirit, it was cool. It was very cool. So yeah, but I'm definitely not re-gifting my white elephant gift. Okay. Definitely not. And I hope the person that is going to get it isn't listening. But anyways, uh, wow. coming up after the break. <laughs> you just after the break, yourself. You're I know. What am I almost, doing? You were almost cleanly what away. What am I doing, Marsha? What do you do with your life? I don't know. Anyways, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about uh, what well, we were just talking about, Shepherd University, but we'll go back and talk about Shepherd University athletics because had a lot of uh, big news come out of Shepherdstown uh, over the weekend. Yes. A lot of really cool news. So we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. If you missed it, we had Jim Klein from Shepherd University on to talk about Main Street Martinsburg and Shepherd University Apple Drop, which is coming up on a Friday, December the 31st. It's from 4.30 to 6 p.m. It's a family-friendly, well, it's the uh, kids' New Year's Eve, I guess you can say. Right. So, uh, you can go out and have fun with them. And then, Tony of course, M will be there. That's right. It's, there's good music. It sounds like it's going to be a blast. Those, uh, um, you know, local ball drop things are always fun. But then at the beginning of the show, we had Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority Chair Clint Hogman in to talk about Berkeley County Solid Waste Authority. Uh, them winning, well, coming in second place at the Clean County Awards this year. Top uh, two. Yeah, coming in behind <laughs> Randolph County, which, like I said, um, I'd love to see how much they were doing because if they were able to beat out Berkeley County, then they mm-hmm. sure had to been doing a lot. Um, so, yeah, if you missed any of that, you can always listen back to it a little bit later on today on our Panhandle at Facebook and Spotify pages. Programming note this morning at 10.06 on Talkline, Hoppy Kirchival will have uh, the man of the hour, U.S. Yeah. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who said hard pass yeah. <laughs> on, on the Build Back Better uh, bill. Well, so it sounds sure like he said that. that he was somewhat for it, but there was just so much that he couldn't get behind how much was in this thing. There was some some hinky shenanigans going mm. on with the the way that it was being rolled out money wise uh, mm-hmm. according to the detractors they were saying like um you know you guys are giving us the number if it's only 2 years but if it gets renewed 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 right. it's going to cost us a lot more and i think the price tag i heard bandied about 4.5 trillion so numbers i'm sure numbers that i can't even wrap back know, numbers that i can't even think are real and i think that was <laughs> where he was like wait a minute you know if we're going to be spending that kind of money that's that's a no for me and i'm sure he will talk more about oh, his yeah. his point of view we've had some folks on um on the show in the past few uh, months who are proponents of the build back mm-hmm. better 
plan. Um, there was a caravan that went down uh, last week to Governor or to Senator Manchin's office to um, ask him because a lot of it does have social spending mm. elements, climate elements, and there are folks who who are really hoping something like this passes. Right. But um, he was really uncomfortable with the, the price tags. So. Right. So Hoppy will be uh, grilling him and asking him all the important questions uh, right after us at 10.05 uh, here on WPM and WCST. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, I'll definitely be listening. And at 10.45, he's going to be talking about Shepherd University standout quarterback. Yep. Tyson Bajan, the 2021 Harlan Hill Trophy winner, which is a huge, huge, huge deal. How he's huge the best, is it? Well, he's the best uh, player, football player in all of Division II football. Basically, the Heisman Trophy uh, for D2 football, which is super cool, super cool in the Harlan Hill, uh, especially when you look at some of his statistics. Of course, the Rams ended the season 13-2 and two, uh, and lost in the national semis to the eventual, the eventual national champion, Fair State, who put wow. like 60 million points up in the national championship game, which makes uh, our loss to them look a lot better because it's always nice to lose the eventual the eventual champion, especially okay. when they if beat, you have to lose. Yeah, if you have to lose, especially when they win the national championship by such a huge margin. Fair State, unbelievable. Um Unbelievable kind of season they had. But back to Tyson. He had uh, he went 391 of 579 passes this year, which is an unbelievable passing percentage. He had threw for 5,000 yards, 53 touchdowns. He led the Division two in passing yards, of course, with 5,000. And those touchdown passes and points responsible for. So he, in some form or another, was responsible for 338 points this year. Wow. He threw four. He wow. threw for, well, I'm not even done. He threw for four <laughs> touchdowns in nine or more games. Uh, he was the five-time PSAC East Offensive Player of the Week. He threw for 300 yards or more in 10 different games. I mean, it was incredible. And then uh, when he receives the award, now he'll get the physical award uh, next year and uh, out in Little Rock, Arkansas at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, but he was still awarded it. But uh, he said, quote, I'm thankful and blessed to be the Harlan Hill Award winner. I can't say enough about my coaches, teammates, friends, and family members who helped me get to this point. I hope I have made everyone in my life and Shepherd University proud. That says a lot about Tyson. He is the perfect person to not only win this award just based on his athletic ability, but because of who he is as a person. He's he's such a good, yeah, he's such a great role model. He's such a good face for not just Shepherd University or Shepherdstown, but for the panhandle in general. So congratulations to Tyson. So all those stats you read out, you were there for the vast majority of them. There for uh, all but one game. Yeah, yeah, Gannon, I wasn't able to get to that one because, uh, of course, we have Berkeley Springs football over on 92.9 WXDC, as well as basketball, which they play tomorrow. So you can tune into that. Uh, pre-game starts at six or at 7.15 over on uh, 92.9 WXDC. But yeah, it was it was awesome to you be able to be a part of history being made. I know. And, and it's crazy because we've talked about this uh, before. Uh, me and um, Travis talked about this on the show a couple of times. Uh, like he was putting these numbers up and it got to the point where it was just normal. It's yeah. like, yeah, he's doing this. But little well, we knew full well that we were witnessing something uh, incredible. But yeah, very cool. But uh, other Harlan Hill trophy finalists for Shepard were Jeff uh, Ziemba a couple years ago back in 15 and 16. Connor Jessup back in 17. Uh, they both were unable to win it. And Tyson is the first to win it. So congratulations to Tyson. He had 44 first place votes. The next best was 17 with wow. TJ Davis from Nebraska Kearney uh, University. So yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Definitely.
And, and um, of course, basketball continues. You guys hit, um, covered one of the games on Saturday. I got to hear a little bit of that. Yep, we were up at IUP for their game. They ended up taking a loss, but IUP is one of the best teams in the nation, and it's Shepard was right there with them the whole time, so that was a good game there. But our next Shepard game will be at uh, Millersville on January 5th at 7.30. So make sure you're tuning in uh, for that one. Yeah, all kinds of sports. Sports don't stop. Sports don't stop. And the Shepherd girls there, uh, they well, they took their first loss of the year yesterday. Uh, just yesterday against Seton Hill. Lost by two points right wow, at the end of the game. So, yeah, but they are really good. They're still, you know, being tapped as one of the, uh, well, top 25 teams in the nation and a favorite going to hopefully get into the uh, tournament towards the end cool. of the year. So very cool. Shepherd University Sports. You know that they're always doing something cool down there. They always got something going on. But anyways, got anything else, uh, Marsha, as we were wrapping things up? Um, Battle Buddies response team will be on at 9.30 tomorrow morning uh, with an update of their efforts in Kentucky. That's right. Very cool, the stuff they're doing there. So make sure you tune in for that one. Uh, but for Marsh Kavalik, I'm Jordan Nicewinner. It's been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Don't forget that Christmas is on Saturday, so you are running out of time to get your Christmas gifts. I think I'm saying that to myself and nobody else. But have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.